is a burglary every 11 seconds. An armed robbery every 65 seconds. A violent crime every 25 seconds. A murder every 24 minutes. And 250 rapes a day. I don't know what is it about our podcast where we always got to go back to what works. And what works is 80s cheese. Right? Am I wrong? Well, well, you know, I mean, I totally get it and I love my 80s cheese, but sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. These might be fighting words. Well, uh, if we are, then you would have to be the, the disease and I would have to be the cure. <laughs> no, 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 quite, quite reversed there. Quite reversed. So I think is we usually agree but we're, on everything we say. But for different reasons. But, we'll, but yeah, <laughs> no, we'll, but we'll, you'll hate it and I'll like it yeah. for the same reasons you hate it and I like it. Uh, I think that was kind of like with Leatherface, yes. the Texas Chainsaw movie we just yeah. did. Um. Oh, check this out. So, you know, we talked about, what's his name, Richter? The character in the Texas Chainsaw yes. Massacre? He's in a movie right now on Netflix. You know, he's from Belfast? Yeah. Is he from Belfast? I thought he was from, from um, um, Down South. But I know he's in a Belfast wait, film. Called Night Ride. Yes, it's, it's so it's good. Because I was meaning to check it out. I told all the gang at work, I said, everybody, check out Night Ride. It's a small little, it's done with the cameras in front of the, of the car. Yes. But it's it's not like Blair Witch style. It's very well yeah. done, and it's just him on the phone, and it's so intense. Isn't he like a gangster or a drug dealer or something? Or I, I, it's it's a, a drug deal goes yes. wrong, and it's his last drug deal, and it's so fun. It's I'll just have to check it out. I, I did like the look of it. I watched the trailer, and yeah, um, a lot of it was filmed not far from me. Well, yeah, you well North Belfast. You tell he was told. Yeah, I won't give. He's told like just drive around circles, probably the yeah. actor, and so you see a lot of the Odyssey and the docks. That's where it's you see. That's pretty much where it's filmed. Um, but for anyone not from Northern Ireland or Belfast, probably would not really understand what I'm we're talking about. <laughs> but watch it anyway. <laughs> but check, yeah, check it out. It's still good, no matter where it's filmed. Location's kind of uh, moot. Anyways, we're here to talk <laughs> a different film, <laughs> a completely different film. This is a fun one because we talked about Stallone quite a few times. Actually, we like our yeah. Stallone, you know. Yo, 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 yo. And <laughs> Don't we talked me. about first. <laughs> oh, that is horrible! <laughs> that is the worst. Wow, that's what we talked about. Rocky Four, and, and we talked about my one of my probably if not my personal favorite is First Blood. Mm-hmm. And when First Blood came out, well, we'll be talking about Rambo two soon here, but I guess. Stallone started off with more of the serious roles. Rocky and First Blood, even Rocky Two and Rocky Three. Nighthawks was a really good film he did. Then the cheese cheese hit. Yeah. The cheese hit the fan in the eighties. And you started getting Chuck Norris <laughs> movies and uh you know, all these revenge Yeah, Artie came came in around probably around Cobra time. Yeah. This was made probably because of one reason, Commando. Yeah. And, uh, well, let's dig it. Let's jump in. Oh, by the way, hey, this is Karen, the Citizen Frame. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget that. I'll never, I'll never get my opening well, Let's know you by now, anyway. Nah, fuck it. I don't care anymore. Uh, so, 
And this is Trevor, by yes. the way. Yep, as always, you know, great to be here. So Paramount Pictures was was really big. Um, they were hitting, hitting, hitting little box office, little little uh, independent gems out of the park. Forty eight hours is a perfect example, and they were starting to get into the what they call the buddy cop uh, kind of scene. And they asked Stallone, did he want to get involved in something like that? And he's like, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he wrote a he wrote a script, and it's about a guy named uh, well, we know we all know um, Axel. Axel, Axel, I love that yeah. name. Yeah, Axel, Axel Foley. Um, Axel, well, you know, we know him as Axel Foley, but Stallone wrote it, and they, the studio, Paramount says, well, we wanted something. Hey, this is too big budget for us, but we also want a little more tongue in cheek, a little more comedy to it. And Stallone didn't want to go that route, and so they parted in good ways. No, 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 you know. Nobody was angry at each other. They just want, wanted something different for each other. Um, so he walked away with his script, and they did their own. Their script ended up becoming Belio's Cop. And we got, so what he decided to do was take Axel Foley, which actually in the original script was Axel Cobretti. Right. And it wasn't Axel Foley. It was actually Axel Cobretti, and hence the name Cobra a couple of years later. He mixed it with a book called Fair Game. That was later was filmed released. with William Baldwin and Cindy Crawford in the 90s. Is that based on the same yes. book? How the fuck are those two movies? Oh, because he's a witness to a crime. Basically, um, Fair Game in the 90s is, a, is technically a remake of Cobra. I don't see no, that No, 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 no. In a sort of warped sort of way, there's, a, there's quite a connection there. I don't know. Really, I I knew the movie Fair Game when I read, it, but okay, it seems like a very common title. Yeah, you know, it's it bland. Yeah, but yeah, we got Cobra, and Stallone was jumping on. We talked about First Blood and Nighthawks and and Rockies and dark, you know, dark or uh, grounded action films, serious roles, like he, you said. Yeah, then he started going in, hitting it, hitting it with Rocky Four. Which was a cheesy version of most of the Rockies. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And then we got Cobra. Yes. What do we say about Cobra? Oh fuck! <laughs> Where do you start? <laughs> In this is a film. It's a lot like Commando. Mm. Now people, a lot of people like Cobra. It's funny. Commando gets everyone loves fucking Commando. Everybody. I mean, I, I could watch Commando right now and then watch it again and again. Cobra, however, doesn't get a pass like that. I think Commando's so, better made, basically. Yeah, Commando. Well, Commando's uh, overall. It's so tough. It's so tough because I think it's because we expected more from Stallone because he is the veteran at this point, and Schwarzenegger is the newbie. So we were like, "Oh, Commando, who's this fucking guy? This guy's awesome," and so we went with it. But with with Stallone, we expected better direction, better story, better you know everything he's been giving us is up to what this point. I think the, I mean the big problem was with Cobra, was and before I say this, I would just like to say I have always loved Stallone and I still do. But you mentioned earlier on about you know Hardy was originally known you know for the more serious roles, but around this time with the Rocky Fours, the Cobras, the over the top, um, his ego was in outer space. 
Um, he then went full circle later on in his career, still to this current day, and became more grounded and got back into the more serious roles and stuff. But I think this this Cobra is the pinnacle of Stallone's ego, and I think Stallone's ego um, hurt this film badly, and is the the main problem in every department. It's a, it's a, yeah. it's basically a vanity project um, for Stallone, you know. Uh, you know what? I mean, I can't. We just said. I just said this to you, like, what eight minutes ago? You and I are going to agree on everything we're saying. Yeah, but I'm going to like it because of <laughs> what you're saying. It is bad, but it's good. From from the soundtrack's fucking awesome. Well, it's all right. Yeah, uh, no, it's awesome. That's awesome. But let, let's let's just just jump into a couple of the scenes here. <laughs> um, and we <laughs> we got to start off with. Well, first of all, let's go with it. What's the plot? <laughs> There's a cult, and they're and they're killing people. And Cobra is a badass cop who doesn't play by the rules, and he's after them. That's the end of the plot. Let's move on. <laughs> the new world order, the, the new the new world, they're called. Yeah, and they're just killing women here and there, and that's taking over the world. Yeah, it's it's bullshit. Like, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, let's 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 jump into the marketing side of things. Oh, oh you mean the you mean the completely <laughs> ridiculous product placement and like every single scene. <laughs> uh, well, perfect perfect places. Yeah, Toys R <laughs> Us. Grocery stores. The grocery stores. By the way, I would just like to say uh, this is the worst Christmas film ever. <laughs> it's set Christmas? at fucking Christmas. How do we know that? Because the advertisements for Toys R Us at Christmas and when and the supermarket, um, you know, read at the start. Whenever we're first introduced yeah. to Cobra, um, and this shit fucking villain who's like fucking well shit acting like, um, who who's like bumping hostages off, the, the Christmas decorations are up. Oh, okay, I didn't see it. I was too busy with watching bounty uh, towels and Pepsi <laughs> <laughs> and Coors Light. No, but yeah, when he goes. I do love when he when he goes in there and he's uh, you're the disease, <laughs> I'm the cure, and. But I like the over the top. I was okay with this because I, I, it's you know you know the the problems with delivery, and um you know with the likes of you know the Arnie films and stuff, its tongue is fairly planted in its cheek. This film doesn't know whether it wants to be tongue in cheek or not, because there is a lot of. But I'll give you an example. Compare this to Lethal Weapon, which is like the ultimate buddy cop sort of thriller. Um, compare this to the sort of dynamic. Of Danny Glover and Mel Gibson, it's fucking gold. Um, compare Stallone and this other guy, Gonzalez. Gonzalez. I mean, it's fu- you're talking night and day here. This is fucking. Well, I first of all, you can't compare apples to oranges, <laughs> and second of all, this came out first. Yeah. Um, but you got to understand that I'm going with it. Um, the only problem is, and I hate saying this because I like Stallone. So do Anybody I. Listen I love to me. Stallone. I love so Stallone. This should have been Schwarzenegger in this, mm. or Chuck, somebody who can do these lines. Yes. Stallone is too much of a serious actor at this point to, to deliver these yeah, lines. It's flat. It's deliver. It's delivery of them is flat. You don't. But it's, it's, it's comedy. a great line. It's too comedy. He can't. But there's, there is it is a great line. You're the oh yeah, it's pure eighties. Um, you know, uh, you know, cheesy sort of one liner. You know, before you bump a bad guy off. I mean, James Bond does the same, and you know. So he goes in and he. He has a beer. And, <laughs> and here's the problem I have with the tongue-in-cheek. If you're going to be tongue-in-cheek, have good fun with it, fine, go mm-hmm. with it. But shooting somebody in the back with a shot-off shotgun, mm-hmm. it's pretty brutal. The tone's all and over the place. Heard, 
Yeah, you don't know. This movie got an X. And apparently, the version that was released to the public that we've watched was heavily cut as well. It shows. Because um, apparently the killings by the fucking cult of whoever they were, New Order or whatever. No, that's a band. That's that's a Manchester band. New New World Order or something. Um, Yeah, they were apparently there killings were shown in graphic detail and the original cut that's never been released yeah see they should have kept they should have done something because the problem is a good most directors will shoot two things they'll shoot so that's right they'll shoot twice they'll shoot it with the gore then they'll shoot a more tamer version just to get it just to keep keep you know keep their you know make sure nothing's keep their options open yeah, keep their options open and doesn't, you know, it's not detrimental to the yeah, editing. And reshoots, and cost, because reshoots cost a lot of money. The problem is, you can see the cutaways from this film. There's editing issues. The editing's all especially, Yeah, especially with the killings. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it's quick cuts. and Or they, they do a zoom in and they pause as the person's screaming. Or, yeah, well, it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Yeah, we're in the grocery store. He's blowing it. He's blowing the guy away, and it's such a stupid. <laughs> it's, it's, and then he he takes the, the knife and he he throws it and hits him in the chest. Yeah. And he put and then he, and then he takes the gun. He goes freeze. Well, of course he dies. <laughs> There's not much he can do. So he shoots him six yeah. times. <laughs> oh, it's not, yeah. Not that he deserves it. And, and it has it has all the cliches as well in this film. It has you know the. Um, the bureaucratic boss who who can't stand him, you know. Oh, yeah, you don't yeah. play by the rules, Cobra. But actually, Andrew Robinson is one of the the best. Well, he is the best actor in it, you know. That's not fair. That's not fair because Brad I Thompson's do like good. when he's actually it's a villain. I do like. Well, Jesus Christ, this guy's got a fucking job. A fucking <laughs> the fuck is that thing? He's like a poor man's um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He, he's more like a poor man's. I was thinking Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, no, he, he sort of reminds me a bit of um, Arnie as a Terminator, just a bit. But he, he, he no. of course, um, and I'm not joking here, this is one of my obscure references, he had a recurring role on the X-Files as the alien bounty hunter. He's popped up on loads of things. He's in the Terminator. He's actually, isn't he one of the punks in the Terminator? He's one of the yeah. punks, yeah. But it's, it's funny because you got Andrew Robinson who plays Monty. He's, the, he's the, the the cop who doesn't like, you know, Cobra playing by, not playing by the rules. Very underused as well. Then you've got Rene Santoni who plays his... His partner Gonzalez, both those guys were in the original Dirty Harry, yes. which I thought was neat because I like Dirty Harry is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he got Bridget Nielsen, which is the worst oh, fucking act. This is where you're talking about his ego yeah. casting her, his, his girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, oh, it's bad. Her, her acting She's... is. I mean, I mean, it is. See when the scene whenever they're in the car and it's supposed to be where well, they're talking about you know they're they're talking about you know why is the world so evil she says he goes ask the courts you know or something like that um, it is so <laughs> wooden it is like straight out of a fucking porn parody <laughs> the the whole the whole film he's bitching to his uh partner I love scenes horrendous yeah i know he's he's bitching to his partner gonzalez yeah. um about eating gummy you know eating snacks and yeah blah, that blah, didn't blah. work either well, the fucking first time we see him, he's eating pizza. <laughs> what the fuck's that about there? And why does he cut oh, yeah, a yeah, small yeah. piece yes. of pizza in half anyway? I, mean, <laughs> I don't get yeah, this. Was... Now, I think what he was trying to do, he was trying to be cool, like he doesn't eat the crust. Yeah. But he barely even touched the pizza. <laughs> he, it was like a little triangle. And, and what about that stupid scene before he enters his apartment? Did they obviously set him up as a bad guy? 
where he like um, the guys refuse to move to let him park, and he like bumps their car forward, and then he, yeah, first he of all, rips your man's face off. He's the asshole for yeah. doing that. It wasn't their fault. Yeah. And then later on, the, the same guy comes back into it with like a new shirt, and he's like cleaned his act up. And Stallone go, <laughs> you're a good citizen now. <laughs> oh, wow. Your, your accent. I know. So it's, yeah, I know. Yeah. You sound like a drunken, bad version of Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> well, Schwarzenegger sounds like a drunken version of Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and Stallone Aww, sounds permanently drunk. <laughs> as much as I love them and a lot of their films, I think this is the worst Stallone film. No, you. Oh, really? Yep. Stop him, my mama shoots. Oh well, okay, okay. <laughs> I stand. Rhinestone, I stand corrected. It, Rhinestone, which is a musical with Billy with uh, Dolly. I Parton. think it's his worst action film. Oh, uh, you see, you can't take back. You can't change that. <laughs> no, stop him, my mama shoots. Action film. <laughs> nah, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you right now. So everybody listening to this podcast. Trevor likes stop from a mama shoot. <laughs> Better than Cooper. <laughs> no, this is not his worst film. This is this is a fun movie. I mean, come uh, uh, on. Look, you know, I mean, I don't. Again, yeah. and I've said this before about a lot of films that I don't like. I at the same time, I don't. You know, I don't despise this film. It's it's brainless, unintentional comedic silliness from the eighties. I have absolutely nothing against this film. But, you know, part of my brain is looking at it from a more sort of artistic... I don't mean that, that sounds pretentious. Oh, you can't. From, no, you no, can't let me finish, it. let me finish. From uh, um, an artistic point of view, and this film has absolutely zero artistic merit. You know? Well, I mean, it's funny because it's directed by George P. Cosmatos, who did Rambo 2. Stallone directed it, basically, um, um, you know, pretty much. But it was credited to um, that guy... Who directed Rambo Two? Yeah, uh, but apparently yeah, Stallone. Well, was, it was a it was a vanity project. Um, you know Stallone was the star. You know the he, he wrote the script, and also you know he essentially he was a ghost director, essentially. You know, yeah. I, I okay, cast his well, fucking wife. <laughs> oh gosh, she was bad. Yeah. And, um, George, no, she doesn't. I don't get why people thought she was attractive. And then you got George P. Cosmatos, who actually went on, sadly, died of a brain tumor. Yeah, he was only in his 50s or so. But he did Tombstone. Yes. So he gets, this guy gets a fucking pass in my yeah. book. Um, and then he did a great film called Leviathan with Peter yeah, Weller. I remember that. Which I enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you know, we talk about, we talked about the editing that went on, and it shows Okay. The action scenes um, reminded me of an episode of the A Team, but the A Team being better with more fucking memorable, likable characters. <laughs> Here, here's okay. So you got okay. We were introduced to you know Bridget Nielsen's doing the the modeling yeah. scene, you know, you know, and she's you know it's during uh Hard in the City, <laughs> and then the, one of the one of the mini montages. Tell me, is here see the guy in, who plays the, the photographer, uh, David Rash? Yeah, well, I've seen him in loads of things. Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer, yes. I love Sledgehammer. Yeah. That's him, yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he's a character actor. But you're doing this montage, you know. I, I, so she's doing uh, some kind of photo shoot, right? The one time we don't get product placement and we want to know what she's endorsing. Yes. Because what the fuck is she endorsing? Yeah, yeah. Um, shit, 80s clothing <laughs> and wigs. Is it? <laughs> Is that what she was doing? Um, While surrounded by... Uh, no, 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 robots. no. Yeah, robots. It was just a weird L- scene. 
you know, looks like Doctor Who. Yeah, robots, it was. Very, I'm, sure, I'm surprised you didn't kind of rate it to it very, and go, "This is the this is the greatest movie well, ever." The robots actually reminded me of another '80s film, Short Circuit. Oh God. They did not. It looked nothing like Short Circuit. Well, one of them did. Look nothing like number five. <laughs> one of them did. I haven't seen Short Circuit in a while, but oh no, it did not. Number five, no way. It was much more alive than this well, film. Yeah, well, you know, let's just say number well, okay. five fucking acting was better than fucking Nielsen's and Stallone's put together. <laughs> <laughs> when when they leave the modeling shoot, and because they're going after her now yes. because he witnessed. The, the Night Slasher, mm-hmm. whatever his name is. Night Slasher? Yes, the Night Slasher, yeah. The Night Slasher killing all killing the woman. Uh, they go after her. And you see David Rass, the, the photographer, he gets axed, yes. but it's quickly cut. Yep. That's what I'm saying. They should have had an extra shot where they could have got a, 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 an R-rated version or an X version. And Apparently it was the studio so- um, demanded most of the cuts and, and also for it to be trimmed down. And that's not, and that's unfair to Stallone and no, Tomatoes, who did the film. But they should have known better. They should have known this was going to happen, and they should have at least had another version because it's. But if it had been the problem, it's too fucking choppy. Yes, I know that. There, yeah, that that is a big problem. But if it had been even more graphic, the tone would have been even more all over the place. You know, with the likes of the efforts, the the the, the efforts of comedy that fall completely flat. So the two, it was just, I don't know, it was just, it, 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 it's a bit of a sort of train wreck from start to finish, <laughs> you know? Well, let's talk about the uh, the chasing <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the roadster. That fucking car is awesome. <laughs> and awesome. He, are you trying to tell me that that car pretty much loses a chasing to a fucking hatchback, no, to a, a, a Chevrolet 1978 yeah. truck, yeah, and a old Polaris 1970. I like car. I like car. Um, whenever it gets completely wrecked, him and um, Bridget Nielsen just walk out of it basically with like you know like barely a scratch, you know. Well, that car is that car is a beast, man. Apparently, that, apparently awesome. that was Stallone's own car. Yeah, I know. I know they had a couple of versions. They they uh, did a, a do- the dock up ones, the one that got destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> there's if all you're in LA, right? We're in LA. Yes. So if you're in LA, we've got like three cops in this entire thing. You got Monty, you got, the captain, the captain. Oh, my favorite! My favorite is a stock, the girl, the yes, cop, who's part of the. the here's an, she's here's, a here's another thing. You knew, you knew right. You t- they tell you right yeah, away. There was no, there was the no big twist. There's no big twist. Also, there is absolutely zero character depth. Um, you don't really there, there's no motives for the villains. Apparently, um, Stallone just told Brand Thompson on the set, or what I've read anyway, that um, Brand Thompson asked him what the character's motivations were. He goes, "He's just evil because he is evil," <laughs> you know. Yeah, he's, he's just evil, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there, there, there's no character then, depth for any of the good guys either. They're, they're all stock characters, you know. Yeah, they are pretty flat. I'll give you. I'll I'll say that. I mean, it's like. Uh, even the mole, uh, Stocks character. Yeah, she's always going off making phone calls. I know. It's and there's right in front of Stallone. He's like, "Oh, really?" Yeah, Whoa. and it takes him. It, it like, takes him, and then yeah, it takes him so long to actually twig. Well, he doesn't even twig because she. No, 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 no. He knows. Yeah, but why didn't he fucking approach he her earlier then, and maybe fucking save a few lives? <laughs> I think because I don't know what he was waiting for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but oh. 
Uh, he maybe he maybe he wanted the bad guys to come to him. <laughs> I don't move for nobody. <laughs> oh my god! I don't do it anymore. Stallone impressions. Yeah, stop, stop. Yeah. That sounded like a gifted Stallone. If you, if you know what yeah. I'm saying there. Um, yeah, and, and that's for that um, sort of romantic scene. Fuck! I tell you what. See, see, considering the fact that Stallone and Bridget Nielsen were together and actually married during the film of this. They have absolutely fuck all chemistry. <laughs> it's weird. Well, I mean, it's unfortunate that this would have worked so much better if you had somewhat of an actress who's known. I mean, she did. I think Red Sonia just came out, and and that's it. I don't think Belly Cop Two even came out yet. Which well, she's okay in that one, actually. But. Um, I don't know. I, I there's no chemistry between any of them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's awkward. Even his partner. I like and I like the actors besides Bridget. Yeah. Excuse me, Bridget Nielsen because Andrew Robinson. We've talked before from Hellraiser yes. and Dirty Harry, Star and Trek. Renee Santoni's been a character actor for years. Started off in Dirty Harry. You've got you've got a pretty good cast yep. here, but they've got nothing to work they're, with. They're, they're badly directed as well. You know what I mean? Whoever directed it, whether it was George P. Cosmotos, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, or Stallone, or, or a mixture of the two of them, it, it's badly directed, and the script is ropey at best. <laughs> you know? See, it sucks because they they're hot off the. I think the problem was they were hot off the heels of Rambo two. Yeah. And that was, um, we'll be we'll be talking to that one soon yep. here. But it um so over the top, but it had a little message. It had a point. What? And it did have. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. What? Complete, well, it does. Because I missed it when we talk about it. But it's <laughs> what was what was the moral of the story? Is that, Tell my, point is, my point is that they're on a Rambo too high. Yeah. And then they come out. Let's do another one again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, let's let's do it, mate. So they get in and they come up with Cobra. Rambo two. That's what happened. Well, we'll talk about. It. I'm not going to give any spoilers for a future podcast away, but yeah, let's concentrate on this one. But I, 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 I it's oh, this is the definition. It's so bad. It's <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, so I found it a chore to get through again. I, I think I first watched this whenever I was a kid with my mates. And basically back then, I'd have watched anything that Stallone or Schwarzenegger were in. And thought it was fucking brilliant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I think I've seen it then again a few years ago on TV. And I was just like, this is fucking nonsense. And then I watched, rewatched it again. And I did find it a chore to get through. Um, yeah, it's, there was some, you know, it's it, there was some kind of funny stuff unintentionally you know and it did laugh you know that, that like the the personalized number plate and stuff you know it's it's just it's well let's talk about the unintentional laughs let's talk about the last 25 minutes of the film <laughs> it's bloodbath which it's it's not even there's no blood yeah. it's it, the a-team it's he, the a-team he's got he's got one gun well he's got his uzi he finally takes terribly out, choreographed but, as well yes that's the problem i was about to say there's, it's so like they're pausing, waiting for the guy to show up. Then he, then he, he pauses. Okay, I'm ready. Take the shot. Like, like your favorite fucking film. Exact same choreography. Highlander. Highlander is Highlander. fucking Shakespearean no, no, masterpiece Highlander. compared to this. Yeah, Highlander is this bad when it comes to choreography. <laughs> and yeah, so how do I explain it? Again, it goes to the editing. Yes, absolutely. Or timing. And there's also or, or the, um, parts where you st- during this um, climactic sort of big gunfight, where Stallone's in the back of a truck and he's a fucking absolute sitting duck for the bad guys. But none of them even shoot at him. Never mind hit him. 
It's just bonkers. Yeah, and I love how they try to they try to do Roy Warrior the film. Yeah. Where they're trying to get on top of the car and all he just all he does is just shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well you know, he's a problem. Duck. He's sitting there with his stupid sunglasses on, standing in broad daylight on a truck. And, and she's driving, who has probably no experience yeah, at all. And there's about being 50 chased of them, by You know. <laughs> it's the A team. Only that was good. This whole this in the hotel, I mean they wouldn't have they would not have got out of nope. this. And it, it, what they would, what a smarter film would have done, even Commando. There's no tension would, either. Commando, he would have fucking just. I know he'll probably tear down the I, the, the, rip the fucking the walls house off and or fall, fall on top of him. <laughs> and like, oh, we got him. He's dead, but he's actually underneath the floorboards. Yes. As stupid that would be, <laughs> that at least gives him. Hey, at least he got out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's this one. I don't know how they escaped. Yeah, and then it ends up being four of them left. In the uh, refinery, whatever it is. If it, and, yeah, just this fucking random fucking factory pops up beside the lemon trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah is it orange or- orchard? Yeah, or? lemon orchard, I think. And yeah, and and then you got stock. What a waste of a death. I knew he was going to get you, fucking done by the hook as soon as the fucking hook oh, <laughs> comes yeah. into shot and the camera lingers on it. Hear me? Yeah, that's how he's going. You know what I mean? Um, but what? It just just ruined a lot of potential that gets ruined. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stock should have been killed a lot a lot cooler, and it should have been by Bridget Nielsen. Um, Bridget Nielsen's yeah. hands, not Stallone's, or not actually she ends up getting it by uh, the slice slasher accidentally. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there could have been more there. I do like the death when he. <laughs> You have the right to remain silent. <laughs> and he throws oil. It would have been. I mean, there's no fire. tension in this film, right? But it, there would have been much more tension if um, they actually had to properly escape um, from the hotel thing. And, you know, there was like some sort of, you know, like basically assault on Precinct 13, you know? Uh, it would have been better. It would have been better if you didn't let people know that fucking stock is the mole. Yeah, because she could have been twist. with them the whole time, and they'd be like, "Okay, they got away." But we, but we as the or even us as the audience could maybe already know. Yes, and but but Stallone doesn't know yet, so it would have been, "Oh God, what about her? Don't forget no Stallone. She, don't give her, don't give her the gun." There's no reason but, for there, there's no there's no explanation given for her for being a double agent either. There's no conflict for her, you know, as a character. It's just like, yeah, just fucking throw her in as the... As the Excuse me, there is, there is. She wants to be part of the new world. Yes, I know, but you, you don't find out why she's joined this cult or, or, or her and Brian Thompson's character, the nice slicer, are they lovers or whatever? Or it's it's just so sketchy and it's like thrown together, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. But then it ends with Voice of American Son. Yeah. A great, great fucking song yeah. by John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. Uh-huh. I got I actually own the soundtrack. Well that fi- great, that final shot of you know him and her on the motorbike as a credits play is, is like pure eighties, you know. Um but yeah. you know, with the with the music and all in the background, the song. Just like they did in Top Gun. So why can't why can't he get why can't Cobra? Exactly. Do it, and do it better. You know what I mean? And also we got to punch Andrew Garfield's stuffy boss. No hot feelings. Andrew Garfield? Sorry, Andrew Robinson. Sorry. Andrew Robinson. Monty. Yes, yes. He punched him. We were, we were just talking Spider-Man. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yes, he, he punched uh, the um, the bureaucratic boss. You know, no hard feelings. <laughs> at the end of the day, I own Cobra. If it comes out in 4K, I'll buy Cobra. Um, it's I always put it in that bundle with Commando. You know, it's just it is what it is. It is what it is. It's nothing like Commando. Commando's so much better. And why? 
because Schwarzenegger is likable. Where Stallone in this one is kind of... He's a dick? Yeah. I'm and kind the character's of, a dick? Take take the matchstick out of your fucking yeah. mouth. It just and, doesn't work. You know, but it's too bad because, again, I just think, I don't know. I still like it. I can't... I like Stallone. <sighs> um, you know, it has all the ingredients for a film that I would like, but they just don't pull it off. Not that they made it for me, yeah. like obviously, you know what I mean. But you know, but they made it for people like me and you. There's still a, the the fans of the eighties and stuff. But this is not you know for me, you know. What sucks though, in the in the eighties, this cost twenty five million to make. This should have been perfect. Uh, yeah, exactly. Especially with the guys who did Rambo too. So the stunts and everything should. Have been I have perfect. to say it. Uh, I, and, I hate to say it at the same time, but the problem throughout this film in every department appears to be Stallone. Yeah, well, I, and I love Stallone. And I always will. There's quite, there's, there's quite a more than that. Like the stunts, mm-hmm. you have the motorcycle chase, you have the hotel scene, and every shot, the either the timing was off in each oh, stunt. T- like the like the explosion would go off, and then the guy would fly. Yeah, or vice versa. It's like the action equivalent of bad dubbing in a kung fu film. <laughs> yes, it's or it's out of sync. Yeah. That's a perfect way to the, the action is out of yeah. sync by a minute by a middle school second, but you, you can see it. it. Yeah, the grenade uh, goes off, and, and then it's like the actor. Who, oh fuck! Who t- I, I, I'm at the jump here. Sorry, you know. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Hold on. Let me put down my burger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, I'm in this scene, right? <laughs> right. Wait, we're not in a montage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this play, this play isn't montage. a rehearsal, then. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I I'm still a fan of it. I still I put a smile on my face. I'll put it on and we'll have a good laugh, have a beer, and, and it's watch what I would it. call uh, a fun drunken film. One of my fun drunken films where oh I don't drink anymore, but it would have been uh, if you were there with a crowd of mates and you were having a few beers. Let's and you were having a laugh. Let's stick some mad shit on um, from the eighties because not only um, is it like mad shit from the eighties, it also brings us back to the eighties and it's you know um, brings us back to our own childhoods and the films we loved back then. So uh, um, <laughs> if you're looking for sort of high art or, or anything profound or deep, um, you're not going to get it. But if you're looking for a bit of a laugh and you know a bit of a bit of craziness, then yeah, <laughs> Cobra certainly uh, certainly that. Ah, there you go. There you go. Then he did that other one, didn't he? Shortly after the one where he was an arm wrestler. Oh, I remember that over the top, over the top. Yeah, I thought I kind of liked over the top. So the story is so bad, <laughs> but I liked it. Then, There's something about then he it. Did, what, what lock up? I I remember really liking lock. I like lock up. Although to lock be fair, I was about good. thirteen, fourteen at the time. No, lock up is decent. Yeah. John Flynn directed that one. That's a good. Donald film. Sutherland That's plays the Donald Sutherland's the bad yeah. warden. That's a good film. Yeah, I remember. I, I remember really it. liking it at the time. Yeah, um, I actually have that one on 4K. Yeah. But this is this is the it was around this period that Stallone's ego was in outer space, and it reflected in his films that a lot of the time he produced and um, sometimes wrote. Likes of you know started with Rambo two, then with Rocky four, Rambo three, this over the top. Um, he, he eventually think, he I came full circle and chilled, <laughs> calmed the fuck down a bit. I think he calmed down once he found out how bad Rocky five yeah, was. Yeah, um, yeah, because then he turned, did Cliffhanger. Yeah. Demolition Man, which was kind of mm. fun. Um, Judge Dredd. He did a fucking great Dread, which is bad, but something about Yeah, but at least it's a bit then, more. Yeah. And then he did a fucking stellar, but his best performance to date, a movie called Copland. Love it. 
Brilliant film. And, and Stallone so, won an Oscar there. He was at least nominated for it. No, I don't think he was. That's my point. Right. I was furious that he wasn't yeah. nominated. He should have been. No, no. He, he plays the, the Such a likable character. Yeah. yeah. He's really good in, in Creed. Yeah, I mean, he's a good actor, yes. period. He always has, but since Rocky, we know that. That's why Cobra should have been better. Yeah, absolutely. He, sh- yeah. he should have checked checked himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to it, I'll take it. I'll take my Cobra any day, but I will warn you all. It's, <laughs> it's got issues. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, 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 it's basically the disease and it needs a cure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called the editing room. Yeah. No, wait, no, no, wait. No more A director, a writer, problem. and fucking actors <laughs> would be a decent enough cure. A choreographer, um, <laughs> some extras that can jump out of fucking explosions on time. <laughs> uh. But apart from that, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah. We're out of sync there. We're just out of sync. It's just like the film. Yeah. Uh, we're going to wrap this one up, everyone. Uh, thanks for listening to us. Uh, as usual, our downloads are always picking up. We greatly appreciate it. You can follow us on Citizen Frame on the Story Podcast and, of course, on Facebook. As we keep mentioning, as we as we grow, um, we got some rebranding coming up, like I just said, with the new logos. Uh, we actually change our logos more time than... Uh, the Kardashians change asses. <laughs> that was a good yeah. one. Change yeah, asses. I like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Master shout out to Adrian Baldwin. Yes, he does. He actually he's a real cool guy. He actually does the cover work. As you know, we plug Phantasmagoria, yes. which is Trevor's magazine, and he does a lot of the cover work. Yes, actually, he does the cover work for the magazine. A- Adrian correct? is also a comedy um, writer as well. Um, dark comedy specifically, and he has written for people like Terry Wogan, a lot of you know Brian Connolly, Helen Pierce and stuff, um, Smith and Jones and stuff, you know, in the UK over the years. Uh, but he has also written three novels, which are available from Amazon and also Forbidden Planet International, Belfast. They're titled uh, they're dark comedies for adults only, and they're titled Barnacle Brat, Stanley McLeod Must Die. And the Snowman and the Scarecrow and Devil's Acre is his current novella, which is out as well. All available throughout the world from Amazon. So we pimp there for Adrian. <laughs> no, there you go. No, we shout out anybody who wants a shout out. You know, especially yeah. ind- independent artists who want to get their, uh, you know, work endorsed. Of course, they should. Absolutely. Yep. That's what we're here for. Yep. Absolutely. We're here. We're we're the same boat. Teamwork. Always. Teamwork. That's right. Teamwork. Mm-hmm. Too bad Cobra didn't have any of that. <laughs> yeah. It was a one-man show, you know. Well, uh, you had Bridget Nielsen there, but, I mean, she might as well have been catatonic, you know. Uh, I, I still got to give it a pass. Just cause I, just, I, I don't, For nostalgia's just, sake. Yes, I'll give it a pass. All right, this one's out. Have a good one. Take care of yourselves. All the best. Bye. <laughs>